So thanks everyone for being patient uh, over these past couple weeks, and let's get right into it. I'm I'm excited to talk about some stuff. We got Cobra Kai season four. Um, so we care. I'm a little bit late to this, but hey, you know what? At least the the hype's you know dying down a little bit. So now I can finally come in and strike. I didn't strike first, but you know I I'm I'm striking now. But we kick off with the season with. Johnny and Daniel Dojo's working together from the cliffhanger of season three, you know, and of course, just of course, the teaching styles just do not match. When you think about it, they could just split, you know, they could just split the schedule of teaching like Johnny could do, I don't know, like nine to like 10 or whatever. And then from like 10 to 11, they could just split it up easy like that. But, you know, I'm going to have a lot of these questions throughout the show. Uh, um, Kreese convinces Terry Silva to come back. That is right. Terry is living the life of luxury right now. Uh, you know, drinking some wine, eating, <laughs> having some, uh, you know, he's still loaded. Uh, but that's not who Terry is. Kreese saved him from Vietnam, everyone. And he owes him and karate. It's the... Uh, and karate still in his blood as we see him <laughs> does a high kick on a wine bottle, which is incredible. Uh, and that proves he's back. And the actual actor can do that, uh, which is amazing. Um, see, Hawk is not feeling Eagle Fang for how they treat him, so he joins Miyagi Do instead. Um, Kenny is a new character just starting out in middle school. He's a positive kid until Anthony LaRusso and his buddies bully him. Um, you know, a common theme of the show is the cycle of bullying and violence. So this continues that trend. And Amanda is trying to be a mother figure to Tori when she sees why she's the way she is and how she made the wrong decision of getting fired from her, her job. Uh, Terry Silva built some tension up towards John Kreese with him going too far with expanding Cobra Kai and his questionable teachings. Uh, we get to see Johnny and Daniel teaching each other uh, their different styles, uh, each both uh, understanding each other's styles. Like uh, Daniel beats up a bunch of hockey players. Like we see Johnny uh, with like you, you know the. Karate Kid kind of like theme. Him doing the, the different techniques. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, I loved it. Um, there's so many flashbacks to the original th- three movies. And <laughs> like, it's to the point where every single, like, 
uh, of these three movies will just be shown in the show. It's so funny how those go go back to it, and it's it's not. It's just so funny, and just the ridiculous amount of action scenes having slow mo is amazing. <laughs> also, Stingray comes back. <laughs> Oh, this fucking guy. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. I never thought I would think about Stingray ever again. Um, yeah, but Kenny wants to defend him from, his, you know, the bullies. And I, I like Kenny. Uh, you know, he goes to his brother in Ju- Juvie, who recommends to Robbie Keane, uh, where Kenny joins Cobra Kai, uh, meaning middle schools are now part of, you know, this whole... Thing that uh, some more lore building there. No, but I, I like I like uh, Kenny um, in the in the show. I like his uh, what he offers to the story, and you know he was a, he was a, he was a good kid. Uh, the self aware jokes of the movies are still. I'll talk about that in a minute. The self aware jokes of the movies are still on point, like Daniel talking to my. Gail about going broke from going to Japan on a women karate kid too, or Terry Silva talking about the his biggest regret being abusing a young Daniel Russo uh, while on cocaine in Karate Kid Three, or how uh, the board of directors or whatever is on all board with the hype of the Karate in Valley. It's just so ridiculous. I love it. And Daniel has been becoming more of a surrogate father to Miguel, which makes Johnny jealous, which they probably could talk about it. But, you know, I love this ridiculous drama. Well, not this. Not, not that. This, was, this, wasn't, this wasn't it. This wasn't it, I'm going to be honest. Uh, Johnny and Daniel have to train each other separate dojos. This is what I was hoping for. And then some, you know. Um, and with Johnny's trainings... Uh, Sam jumps off a building to another building? Like, what? Uh, listen, I don't know karate, but that, that has nothing to do with it, I don't think. <coughs> oh, man. Um, or Daniels is more, you know, peaceful, defending, you know? Uh, and then Kyler is still... Just freaking Kyler, man. Still the dude bro villain from all the se- previous seasons. I'm just looking forward to when they decide to give him his own backstory. When you know why he does the things he does. Uh, Johnny and Carmen tell Miguel that they are dating. Which goes well at first. Until Johnny starts to be overprotected of Miguel. Then it go- uh, backfires on Johnny. Um... Sam has been the bully this season to Tori, which is uh, definitely... I, I really do like the theme um, of bullying and violence in this season. I think it's been probably one of the, the, the best. Like, minus season... Oh, season 2 probably had my... Probably did it the best, but this is a, this is, might be a close second. I don't know. I have to think about that a little bit more. But yeah, I I, I thought this did a really good job continuing that. When now we Sam a character, you know, we've rooted for for 
three seasons now has now become the thing she didn't want to be, you know? Like, I, I think that's, I like, I like that. It's showing that they, they haven't uh, told everything they wanted to tell. Well, for the most part. Uh, Daniel and Johnny disagree about Daniel wanting to take over all the training for the All Valley Tournament. They fight to sell this, which, this is the thing I was talking about, where Daniel and Johnny, I just don't like this season. Um, it's mainly because it's just the same thing every time they, they argue, and guess what, they come back at the end of the end. This has happened literally in every fucking season, and we're in season four now, you know, like, come on, uh, and they both knock each other out in their final fight, uh, they'll probably fight next season for all I know, um, anyway, there's, you know, Dimitri's about the same (laughs) as he is every season, he's, he's here, um, Hawk gets his mohawk shaved off, which puts him in a funk where he almost quits karate, um, I really liked uh, Hawk's, Hawk's arc uh, this season compared to last. Um, it was nice to see his arc being built up to join Miyagi-Do and finally finding himself as Eli. And, you know, I really liked Eli's development this season. Um, the tournament, you know, adds skills and, you know, a female and male champion. Or Johnny tries to recruit some females into Eagle Fang. And it just goes horribly wrong. <laughs> this joke is so funny. Johnny has so many lines that make him sound like a like a creep. And, you know, it just made me laugh a lot. And Johnny's jokes are just still, you know, they're just still the best. You know, uh, he really nails, really, uh, Billy Zabka really nails that character. Um, Piper joins Cobra Kai. Uh, who was previously dating Moon. Um, both were introduced a little late in the season. It, uh, uh, the other character being Devin, uh, a new character, joins Eagle Fang. And it doesn't make sense they made it very far in the tournament. So, you know, next season, hope to get some more screen time. Um, Daniel tries to get Robbie back, but he's just using Cobra Kai as his tools of revenge. Robbie is not Daniel. And, you know, Sam is upset with Amanda trying to help Tori. She's also upset with Daniel with his views on teaching. And, you know, she's definitely siding with Johnny on a lot of his, his, uh, teachings. Uh, we get to see Aisha as well, a little brief cameo to give Sam some advice that she needed. Um... Terry trains everyone on Cobra Kai to use their opponent's weaknesses to their advantage. This will come later in the tournament. We really start to see, you know, Terry started to make the moves to take over, which we'll talk about at the end. Uh, Tori and Robbie come to the junior prom looking just great. They're, they're, they're looking great, you know? Um, yeah, they're good looking couple, you know? Which later involves a fight between the two, uh, Miguel and, uh, against Miguel and Sam. And, you know, that's just a great house where he also assaults his neighbor. And, you know, this show is just so fucking ridiculous. Uh, Anthony is grounded during a fight between him and Kenny. Anthony and his friends get their, you know, they get their comeuppets. And this is when we're really starting to see Kenny, you know, join the dark side. 
Cobra Kai where he's really liking uh, giving them payback. And, you know, there's this really heartbreaking scene where Miguel helps Johnny through being severely injured by Terry. And Johnny tells him he loves him but says Robbie's name instead of Miguel's. And, you know, this sparks Miguel's journey at the end of the season, which I'll talk about as well. Terry is off the handle after Kreese tells him to learn his place. And he lashes out in Stingray. Uh, Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood performs <laughs> the All Valley Tournament. And, again, the show knows how ridiculous it is. And I get it. And it just goes 100% with it. And, look, now it's time to talk about these fights. All right. Uh, probably some of the highlights of the season. Um, so first Robbie is aggressive towards Kenny in their fight. You know, this leads Kenny down the path of becoming a violent bully to Anthony now. Uh, the tables is turned and how, you know, Robbie, Robbie changes, um, how his arc changes. Um, Miguel, you know, pulls his... Um, pulls his uh, previous injury from when he got uh, from season two. Yeah, way back in season two. Fighting Hawk, giving Hawk the win. Miguel has a big argument with Johnny. You know, after this, it, it all gets led out of how he's been acting. Um, <laughs> the best fight. Robbie takes his gi top off and Hawk um, gets a Gets a kiss from Moon. Uh, it's nice to see. and Or Eli, I should say. And the ref just shrugs at uh, Robbie taking his gi top off. So then Eli takes his, his top gi off as well. And then the hawk screech pops off. With <coughs> 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 the two just fighting shirtless. That's so ridiculous. Sorry, I'm just slapping. Just how ridiculous the show is, man. Uh, the fight was awesome. Um, was really well choreographed, though. I will say that. Uh, Daniel uh, and Johnny joined forces to have Sam combine their different styles, but it's not enough. Because uh, Tori is the victor of the girls' uh, championship. And possibly Tori and Sam's rivalry. We'll see how next season goes. Um, but Tori sees a bribe from the ref by Terry Silver himself. Um, so I'm interesting how that's going to play into the next season. And Robbie apologizes to, to Johnny after seeing the bad influence he gave to Kenny. How he wasn't there for him. And the two reconcile, which was a very, you know, heartwarming scene, you know. And Kreese goes back to prison because... <laughs> because Terry... <laughs> Terry Silver sets him up with Stingray being assaulted by Kreese. <laughs> Stingray was involved in the crazy plot twist. And I'm just so excited to see Terry at this karate JoJo taking over the world. It's just... I I didn't think I was going to be excited for season 5. Uh, this is amazing. 
Uh, Miguel takes a bus ride to Mexico City to see his biological father. Carmen mentions to Johnny that Miguel's father is not a good man. So Johnny goes to find him. Daniel visits Miyagi's, uh, Mr. Miyagi's grave, not being able to teach Miyagi Do Karate. But Chosen, yes, Chosen comes back uh, to teach Miyagi Do. Um, and I'm excited to see the secret deadly move that Daniel <laughs> reviews to teach for uh, most of the show. Um, and, you know, at some point everyone's going to come in. Jane Smith will appear at some point, I'm sure. Uh, maybe even Jackie Chan, you know. The, the I I wouldn't put it past him in the show, man. Um, but my final thoughts are uh, Daniel and Johnny having the same friend enemies story we've seen from season one is definitely old. Um, it took took it down uh, the show a notch. Uh, Tori, I think, is the best character this season. Um, I really loved her her arc. Um, I thought it was really well done. Um, I loved Eli slash Hark's arc. Um, I love Robbie's arc. Um, I like Amanda in this season as well. I like her in every season, but I really liked her in this season as well. Um, she was, you know, cause a lot of times she just likes to comment on how ridiculous, the sh- uh, this karate rivalry is and whatnot, but she has actual motivations and whatnot to helping Tori, Tori, because, you know, um, she knows what she's going through cause she's had wrong influences and, and did the bad things as well in her past and. She's really trying to help her out of the situation. And, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing more of that in season five, you know. Um, yeah, I thought Amanda was great, was honestly great this season. Um, I really enjoyed Terry and Kreese, uh as villains. I thought the rivalry was really good as well. Um, they were compelling villains, man. They were, they were so ridiculous. I loved them. I think the main themes of the show are... Um, on point as they are uh, almost every season with Sam becoming a bully to Tori and even Kenny who once was bullied now turned into a violent bully. I, I, th- I thought both of those were very poetic in a way. Um, this cycle of violence, you know, and you know, even with my issues, I'm still excited for season five, which, you know, I wasn't sure if I would be, you know, cause I didn't think this show could last five seasons. Um, but you know what? Prove me wrong. Uh, my final ranking for this is a 3 out of 5. Now we're talking about James Gunn's Peacemaker. Uh, I'm going to start off with a non-spoiler review. Um, so the premise of this is you know, the fallout of Peacemaker's ending in The Suicide Squad, which definitely go see that movie before watching this. Um, it's Really fun movie. Uh, he gets recruited with an expendable team, as we we see some of them in the Suicide Squad as well, to you know hit these creatures called the butterflies who are, are invading peacemakers like you know home, and he's got to set freedom back. Uh, James Gunn's comedic writing is still on point for the most part with. Uh, any comedic series that, you know, there's some jokes that, that 
uh, that are that really hit. There's some great jokes in, in this that had me dying laughing. And you know, there's some jokes that go a little too long. You know, uh, the opening intro. <laughs> the opening intro is so goddamn funny. Um, having all it has all the character straight face dancing, and it just sets up the tone immediately, and you just never want to skip it. Um, speaking of that, I love the the hair band soundtrack it's got for the uh, the show. Um, I think the choreography is really well done. Uh, just finally a superhero show that has some great action in it, you know. Um, I think John Cena really nails Peacemaker's character of being this like piece of shit uh, that's really trying to be good and. He's just, John Cena's just so goddamn funny in this role, man. He just walks around in his costume. It's so funny. Um, Dan- Daniela Brooks plays uh, Leota Adebayo, who plays the, you know, the heart of the show. Um, she has the least experience in the covert op field. Um, I think she's hilarious. Um Really compelling. I I like I like where her character arc is going, and I think she has great chemistry with John Cena. Uh, John and Amelia return uh, as they've been demoted by Amanda Waller. Um, I think they both kind of bring the show down for me. Uh, mostly John. Um, Amelia comes back in uh, episode four. Um, I start to like her like her character. Um, I really just never laughed at John's jokes and he just, I just don't really care for his character. I don't know if it's his writing. I think it's a combination of his writing and also the actor. I just don't think I like the actor as well. Um, not as a person, just his performance. Um, it could be the character as well though. Um, but uh, overall, um, Amelia is very much a, just a kind of a badass, you know, she's kind of the uh, person that takes no shits, like, um, definitely feels like the, on top of Mern, the, the straight person of the group, um, but I, I think she's starting, she's starting to grow, grow me for sure. Uh, speaking of Merton, he's the leader of the team. Uh, he has a past that, you know, I'm really interested in his, his past. Because uh, at first I really wasn't into his character until he kind of started talking about it. And um, we also have Vigilante, who is Peacemaker's second best friend. I'll talk about his best friend in a second. Uh, he's a mercenary. Um, pretty poor mercenary uh, like Peacemaker. Difference being he's really unhinged and uh, he's really psychotic and enjoys killing. And, you know, Freddy uh, Stro- Stroma uh, does a great job at giving Vigilante, you know, a personality with, uh, without the mask and with the mask on, you know. And he and Peacemaker just are great together. I love the two of them. Uh, every scene with Eagly is great. The... Eagly is this bald eagle with D. Bradley Baker. It's it's perfect. Every scene Eagly's in just makes it better. Uh, perfectly used in the show as well. Peacemaker's father. Um, 
has a role in this this show. He trained him to kill. Uh, you get to see why Peacemaker is the way uh, he is through his dad. And this isn't a, a redemption art necessarily, but uh, like Cobra Kai, but you start to understand how he was raised. Uh, and yeah, he has a he has an interesting, a very complex relationship with with his father, where he still loves him, even though he treats him like garbage. So it's definitely really interesting. Um, I'll try not to talk about any more spoilers um but there's a few other small like characters like the janitor who gave peacemaker weed the nosy neighbor next door uh to peacemaker's dad judo master a hired bodyguard who really loves hot cheetos uh the hostage couple that argue being tied up uh just a few smaller characters that really put a personality into the world um yeah, but it's a really good show, and I, I think it's time to get into this, this spoilers. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler! Spoiler alert! This the spoiler song. If you haven't seen or listened to this thing, then you should move along. Spoiler! Now, Quinn, take it away. Spoiler. Vigilante is going to be an antagonist possibly or he's going to sacrifice himself i don't know um there's a scene where in episode three where he hums along you know having fun killing the butterfly family um a peacemaker can't kill and he talks a lot about how he loves killing people and he's starting to build a connection with the team um since he can't go too far off knowing about the team it will make the change definitely impactful. Um, and Peacemakers, you know, he couldn't kill the, the Butterfly family. And I'm, I he keeps thinking back to Rick Flagg and his brother. Um, I was really compelled by Peacemaker's backstory, you know, with his brother and how his father is teaching him to kill and I'm sure we'll get the, we don't get the full uh, backstory of him and his brother, but I'm sure we're going to get an answer to it in the next couple episodes of how his brother died. Um, it's, it's really interesting. And I think John Cena is doing a really good job at also um, being vulnerable as well. I, I like, I like that. Um, I think he's really starting to be more vulnerable with this, this team and, uh, definitely has a lot, a lot to work out, a lot of shit to work out, a lot of trauma, um, from his father, from the past, from what kind of hero he wants to be, uh, killing someone he idolized for his supposed greater good. It's, it's interesting. Um, I'm very curious where his arc is going. Um, someone's arc I really don't care about. Is Amanda Waller's tied to Leota being uh, her daughter, and I, I'm I'm really just not that curious on what's what the others think of will think about that. Everyone talks about how she's a heart, uh, Amanda Waller's a heartless monster. So much in the show, like I get it. All right, like let's chill out. 
Um, Mern's Pass has been hinted at as well. And in episode four, he's revealed to be a butterfly, which is pretty crazy. And I'm really very, I'm very interested in the the butterflies. What's going on with the plot? The way Judah Master was explaining, it, it seems like they're not as bad as they seem, which is very uh, interesting. Um, I'm very curious where that's going. Um, maybe like Amanda Waller is really the villain. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm also curious where the white supremacist group led by Peacemaker's father plotline is going. Uh, we see his costume of the white dragon. And come on. The the costume maker, makers made that for a reason. He's going to use it. So um, I'm sure we'll, we'll see his father uh, being a part of Peacemaker's arc. I'm sure that being important. Um and episode four gave Vigilante and Amelia some character um, growth together, but not only as characters, as we see Vigilante, you know, vulnerable as well, and even uh, Amelia as well, uh, which was great to see. And Amelia also has, you know, a moment with um, uh, Leota as well, and Leota has, you know, some moments with Vigilante. Um, I love her comment of, of, um, to Vigilante. You're definitely Vigilante, right? And he's just like, no. Like, that, that was funny. I like that. And just the bit of the toe, the pinky toe. <laughs> you can't walk on your pinky toe. It's so good. There's an episode three, like, he gets tortured by, uh, one of the butterflies. Uh, and it, it's just... Just that whole scene of him getting tortured in Peacemaker, like, I'll oh, give a fuck, man. It's just, just so good. Just so good. This show, this show's really funny. Um, I just think overall, like, I, I can't really give it, I, I don't think I'm going to give it higher than a three out of five. Um, but I, I don't want to rank the show yet. We're only four episodes in. There's still four more episodes. And I definitely plan on finishing the, this Unlike some other shows I may, may or may not. Um, but, but yeah, if, you know, um, definitely give uh, this a watch. Oh, I also really like the DC references as well. Uh, like Aquaman fucks fish. <laughs> that joke. Or Peace Bear called Batman pussy. He just really hates the other heroes. It's so funny. And like Batmite and being confirmed and some other like characters being confirmed in the show um you can i, I love how much control like james guns have uh, and his team are having such a f- fun time with this show and hope this gets a season two well we'll see we'll see at least four episodes pan out um i would probably say it's it's a it's a three out of five right now um for these you know what? I I don't want to give I don't want to give a ranking yet. I want to rank the whole the full uh, season. Uh, so we'll leave it at that. Uh, thank you all for uh, listening, and I'll see you next time.